In the modern dating era, unsolicited dick pics are considered especially heinous. On this podcast, the dedicated hosts who recount these dating horror stories are members of an elite duo known as the Dating Dossier. These are our stories. Dun dun! Jessica. <laughs> and welcome to our relaunching, rebranding, re we're trying it again, really going for it this time of the dating dossier. And now we have two hosts. We're co-hosts. We're co-hosts. I practiced that intro and it sounded really smooth and badass, <laughs> but this is more realistic. So <laughs> This is what this is what we are going with. So the dating dossier now has two hosts. If you are new, welcome. You have plenty of episodes to binge, almost six months worth of episodes about. <laughs> um, so dig right in. <laughs> Let's know your thoughts. Um, but this is Jess's official intro as co-host, brand new, shiny, sparkly co-host of the dating dossier. So. Introduce yourself to the people. Well, hello there, everyone. Um, like Jillian said, I'm Jessica. We have known each other for almost 10 years now. Uh, we met, oh I think, freshman year. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, we are also sorority sisters. So fun, fun stuff right there. Uh, let's see a little about me. 27. I'm an Aquarius. Um... I am a single mom. I have a three-year-old daughter who is just the light of my life and is currently asleep right now while I do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Um, I have a background in comedy, improv, all that kind of fun stuff. So hopefully I can add a little pizzazz and jazz to what's already a really awesome podcast. So, oh, thank y'all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> How it all came to be was actually some of the content you guys are going to get as the two extra bonus episodes that are dropping at the same time. So you have I, almost four hours of content from us um, as of today. So <laughs> y'all are welcome. You missed me for a month hiatus. Well, <laughs> not you back. But it came to be because I was watching Twilight by myself. Um, about a month ago, I may repeat this in the bonus episode too, but I'm sorry. It was before we were co-hosts. Um, and I was like saying out loud commentary to myself. Like there was not, I was not talking to anyone on the phone. No one was here with me. And I was like, I am so funny talking about this movie by myself. And I like put it out there on social media. I was like, Hey, would anyone want to hear me like do this? Like commentary on, um, you know, movies and like 200 people saw the poll three answered but all three said yes so for me and that's that what's was a important resounding, they said please for me that was like you might as well beg for it like I, I knew that people wanted it um so I was like okay and then like the next week I saw Jessica live tweeting um Twilight and I was like okay I see we're on the same page here very similar and I read through a bunch of them. And of course, they're always funny. She she writes comedy. That's her, that's her thing. So they were well thought out. I was like, okay, 
maybe there's something here. So I reached out on Twitter. Cause I was like, I don't even know if I still have your phone number. Like I wasn't sure. And I was it's like, been, it's been a few years. It, ha- it has. Yeah. We both like, we both lived in other States. Now we were both back in Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, would you want to like do the commentary with me? And that's how it started. It was like, do you want to do the commentary? And then as we were talking, we not only aligned on like our thoughts on Twilight, but we aligned on a lot of our thoughts on dating. We've had a lot of similar experiences, although we've also had very different experiences. Um, mm-hmm. And it just kind of made sense. So it was like, okay, let's do this. Let's get serious. And I'm super pumped about it. Jessica says she's super excited about it. So I'm taking her at her word. <laughs> I'm bouncing up and down right now. You guys just can't see. Yeah, we are not video yet. Maybe eventually now that there's two of us, but then I would actually have to look presentable for the recordings and I don't know if right? I'm ready. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, I am so gross right now. It's not even funny. That's, I'm like partially hiding in the dark right now. Yeah. And I dark. almost like, I look like I'm doing an anonymous interview with you just because like, yeah, like I don't want you to have to see this. I'm like <laughs> post, post workout, post dinner, pre shower. Cause I'm disgusting. Um, but yeah, so you guys are going to have those bonus episodes um, at the same time. So enjoy that. I think we were pretty dang funny. Um, but today we thought we would kind of go into the new dating dossier. Same stuff, same dating horror stories. Um, a little bit of unsolicited advice, but mostly, you know, us trying to be funny. Uh, you know the drill. And succeeding. But- <laughs> and you're right. I need to give us more credit. We're not trying to be funny. We are the funniest people in uh, the room. I'm the funniest person in the room I'm in. I'm the only person I'm in the room I'm in, but yeah. I'm therefore the funniest. My mom said I'm the funniest, so it's fine. She's really good judgment. Maybe she can co- also compliment me later and tell me I'm the funniest one in my room, too. And then I'll, yeah. then we're done. <laughs> That's all we need. Then we're set. We're, the t- you know, five out of five stars. Um. But, I'm pretty sure my mom only thinks this is a Twilight podcast. Um, <laughs> she is so far not wrong. <laughs> she asked me the other day, she's like, so how are you going to keep doing this? If, you know, there's only Twilight. We'll, we'll do it. Are you kidding me? Like, there's so mom, much to unpack. Mom, I'm going to get real, real deep and real personal about my sex life, okay? <laughs> and you're going to buckle up and listen. <laughs> I'm you know, my poor mother. I asked her to listen to every episode. Um, before, actually, I was going to say before I post it, after I post it, in case I need to take it down. So I'm sure she knows um, way more about me than she ever wanted. But she yeah. hasn't disowned me yet. So, um, yeah. But today, I feel like we have an exciting topic. I think um, it's something that a lot of folks have been asking about, both directly and indirectly. It's something that I think a lot of folks have questions about when they get back into it. But before we take that deep dive, we wanted to talk about another phenomenon that has been getting a lot of attention recently, thanks to good old TikTok. Mm-hmm. What the youths are talking about. Yeah, so we have to copy the youths. <laughs> in order to remain cool and young. Yes, in order to remain relevant, we are going to copy the youths. And one thing that I guess they just discovered or they like watching us suffer through is dun, 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 ghosting. Dun, dun, dun. Something we've all seen. If you haven't experienced it, you're one of the lucky ones. And I envy mm-hmm. you. 
Um, now, me personally, I have been ghosted, but regrettably, I have also been the ghoster, the ghost, I guess. And mm. I've been the haunted and the ghost. <laughs> so the haunted and the and the ghosted. Um, Same. So I've I've learned. I've grown. I am making an effort not to anymore. I'm currently not dating, but just because of pandemic and kind of also going into our later topic tonight um but yeah so it's not fun when you get ghosted no and I I in a similar vein I've mostly been ghosted I have been the ghost a couple of times and um what I've learned is it is just so much easier to just say you're not interested like I was I was Mm -hmm. always so fearful of like a really extreme reaction and I have gotten it a couple of times but overall as the rule I have not gotten an extreme reaction the extreme reactions are definitely the exception to the rule and I know that sometimes those can can be a dangerous situation but I think Mm -hmm. it's it really is the exception like the rule is you can let someone down and let them know that you're just not interested in moving forward. Exactly. Like, for me, I have horrible anxiety. So, like, I always need everyone to like me, always, even yeah. if it kills yeah, me. So, so, for me, it's very, very hard for me to be upfront with my feelings sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. so, my big thing is with ghosting is no, you don't owe them an explanation. You don't Mm -hmm. owe them an apology. You don't have to say sorry. But at the very least, what you should do is send them a text saying, I'm not interested anymore. After that, feel free to block them so that you don't have to hear from them. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. At least give them that notification that you're not going to move further. You know? Because, like, how many times have you had a job interview where they just don't get back to you and, like, they don't even tell you that you're out anymore? And it's like... Companies get companies get bad reviews on Glassdoor for ghosting candidates. So I feel like there should be that's a whole nother soapbox I will stand on at a later date. <laughs> I do think there should be reviews on dating apps. Okay. Um yes. I will talk about that later. Justice heard me rant about that before. Uh I will die on that hill. But I think <laughs> and I think part of what you said you said you don't owe them an explanation. So I think that's something I see. Like when I saw the comments on the TikTok videos like well they don't owe you an explanation they don't owe you they don't owe you. okay what they don't owe you is the why and an mm-hmm. apology but a basic explanation and not like a detailed explanation but like a basic sentence I think they do owe you I think it's kind of like if you're gonna go out to eat in a restaurant it should be expected that you tip if you are going to get on a dating app and ask somebody out on a date, it should be expected that if you're not feeling it, just let them know. And then like Jess said, you could block them after that. You can leave it at that, but give them that sentence of, you know, Hey, had a good time or not even include that if you didn't um, and say, but I'm not feeling it. And I, I've done that. And like Mm -hmm. I said, I had one or two bad reactions years ago recently I haven't had one I'm granted I haven't been dating it actively but I haven't had the bad reactions mostly they're just like okay like they like dudes are kind of like their their egos get bruised and they're just like okay um 
but it's, you know, it's, I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing is, is like, I think a lot of people don't want to send that text of like, you know, um, I'm not interested anymore because they don't want to hurt that person's feelings or they don't want to get the repercussions of telling them this. But like one thing you have to understand is when you ghost them, you're hurting them a lot more than just saying, Hey, I'm not interested. Um, and again, you don't have to tell them why it could be that you just didn't have a good time on the date. It could be that you're getting back together with your ex. You want to stay single. You want to pursue somebody else. X, Y, and Z doesn't matter. But just like pre pre write it in your phone, make it a note, copy and paste it and send it off, you know? Um, and oh, go ahead. Oh. oh no no sorry. You go ahead. I'll I'll say. Well, I don't want I don't want you to lose your I don't want you to lose your train of thought. Oh okay. Well, I mean I had it written down, but um, this is what it's like having two hosts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's kind of that like shopping cart theory that's been going around. It's been getting like oh my gosh yes yes yeah yes, really yes. viral. Um, where like you can kind of tell who a person is by whether or not they put back their shopping cart. So it's not illegal to keep your shopping cart out. And once again, you don't necessarily have to tell somebody you're not interested in them anymore. But it's the right thing to do by putting the shopping cart back because it's super inconvenient and makes a mess and might take up somebody else's space if Mm -hmm. you don't put it back. And while you're not being held accountable, you should still do it. That's kind of how I feel about ghosting. Or, like, you know, telling somebody is, no, you don't have to. You're not obligated to. And, again, don't owe them an explanation. But when you at least send them that text saying, hey, I'm not interested anymore, then they have the ability to move on instead of waiting for you. They don't have to, because, I mean, they might have, you know, changed plans to go on a date with you. Whatever the case may be, kind of makes a mess, super inconvenient to the other person. So just let them know. That's and, all you need to and, do. I mean, I, I love that analogy. I think it's real. Like, you're not going to get in trouble. Nobody is even, I mean, who's going to know? Like, it's not like you're yeah. going to, you know, be dragged to the nth degree. But it is still something you should do. And as someone who's, like, experienced it, um, and I've called out ghosters. I've sent in messages. We can um, mm-hmm. share those screenshots uh, sometime this week on the social media so you guys can see an example of like sending a message to a ghoster being like hey why'd you go hey why'd you ghost um and they told me that one of them said you know it's because I was seeing multiple people at the same time and I kind of want to see how it goes with this other person like I'm sorry I didn't just tell you that up front yeah that bruised my ego a little bit that hurt okay Mm -hmm. but I was over it in like a few hours I I also Mm -hmm. someone who's been in the dating I've gotten used to getting over (laughs) things pretty quickly but Um, I was over that. Whereas like the entire week leading up to it, I'd been reeling in my mind. Like, what did I do? What could I have done? Like, is it because I said I had the podcast? Like I was Mm -hmm. so blaming myself. And that's what people do. Once they told me it is so much easier to just rip off that bandaid. I guess it's kind of like, if you want to compare it, think of, especially, you know, this is for the ladies, um, or anyone who waxes their eyebrows. You know what? I shouldn't have gendered that. But I want to use eyebrow waxing as my example. Um, when it would be as if you're plucking your eyebrows, but you were doing it only like one hair per hour. So it was like your brow got the chance to rest and then you plucked it mm-hmm. again and did the pain. 
okay, that's ghosting. It just lasts so much freaking longer and the wound is like open for so much longer as opposed to waxing. You lay it down, you rip it off. Yeah, it hurts like a fucking bitch. Yeah. But then it's done. <laughs> exactly. Like a band-aid, you know? Just get it done. Um and again, there are gonna be exceptions to this rule. Like if you honestly feel like you're in danger by telling this person this thing, first of all, contact the proper authorities, block them, you know, Correct. make sure you report them to the dating app, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, maybe preemptively block them on social media if they know your full name. Um, and I mean, for me, like, it's really easy to find me because I have a very unique last name. So <laughs> yeah, people know yeah. it, they can find me. Um, but yeah, there are exceptions to the rule. And I would say the only time it's okay to ghost is if you feel like you're in danger. But if and, it's just like, eh, you know. And I I'm, think that's, that's what I meant too when I was saying like as a rule versus an exception mm -hmm. because like I said there I have had a couple bad reactions uh like two of them were just like well you're fat anyway okay congratulations like huh, you're, thanks you're so clever um you're the only person who's like ever said that to me um thank you and I had one like you said like find me on Facebook and send me a rude message on Facebook. So I do want to second that. Like if you think they're going to freak out, then block them on social media first. Even if you're not friends yet, just go ahead. If you can find them, block mm -hmm. them um, and then report them. Like you will find those bad eggs, but those by and large are the exception to the rule. And I think we just have to really think about it. Like, am I just uncomfortable because it's an awkward social situation or am I uncomfortable like for my safety? Exactly. Um, and this does happen to women more often than men, but that doesn't mean that men won't experience it either. Right. So again, if you feel like somebody is going to track you down, go ahead, report them to the app, ghost mm -hmm. them, don't give them the time of day because part of the things that they want is attention. And that's like a whole other thing that we, <laughs> we can get into. True. Um, and I mean, honestly, I would love to do a whole episode on ghosting. Um, yeah, I would love same. to get people's stories because um, I think we have a lot of content there. Um, but that's, I think, just something that we quickly wanted to go over as long as you don't have anything else um, to talk no, about. No, I, I think that's, I think, I think that's um, a good segue into the bulk of what we wanted to talk about this episode. And so the reason we wanted to start off with ghosting is a seen that kind of rearing mm -hmm. its head. I guess more people are getting back into the swing of dating now that the pandemic is quote unquote calming down. I don't know. It just seems like things are like starting to go back to a little bit more to normal. So I think that's why we're seeing it a little bit more now than we have in the past six months. Um, so that was why we wanted to start off with that, but also the bulk of our episode today we wanted to talk about dating or getting back into dating after a serious slash long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's so much here. We're barely going to scratch the surface, but we wanted <laughs> to pick some topics that spoke to us um, pretty heavily and just kind of get that conversation started. If you're not already, join the Facebook group. I think we could have a great discussion about this. Absolutely. Um, 
and experiences. I think there's a there's going to be so much more than we've covered here. And some of you might be like screaming at the screens, like, oh my gosh, I have so many things I want to say. But um, <laughs> we're gonna try to at least get that ball rolling. And in the nature of the dating dossier and our rules of dating, uh, Jessica wrote some rules down before the episode. So um, why don't you get us started with talking about some of these rules about getting back into dating? Okay, awesome. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so um, for me, I think the first rule after being in a long-term relationship is to give yourself time. And there's absolutely no definite time range of how long that is. Um, But I would say that, like, when you've been in a long-term slash serious relationship, part of your identity, whether you wanted that or not, was kind of associated with this other person. You've been a couple, you know? Yeah. So now that you guys are no longer together, and it might have been an amicable split, it might not have been. You need to learn your identity again outside of this person. And that seems like common sense and a lot easier <laughs> than, than it sounds. But we were kind of talking off podcast before we started recording about, like, being in this sweet spot of getting to know yourself mm-hmm. and being okay with doing things alone. Yes. But not so comfortable that, like, you just will be alone forever, unless that's something that you want, of course. Um, yes. So yeah, like, I, I'm okay. Oh, you go ahead. We're, well, I promise everyone <laughs> will get, you, we'll we'll get, get used into, to yeah. the back and forth. Um, you should bear with us while, while we get used to this, this new setting. Um, but We're talking both about, like, talkers, being okay, too. Oh, my gosh. I, we both have so much to say (laughs) and we want to agree and tell stories which is why we are doing a podcast Um, Mm -hmm. but talking about like doing things alone some of the examples I was giving is like you are okay with watching Netflix by yourself and you're good with going to Target on your own and good with doing all your chores on your own however that sweet spot might be Um, once you can go to Target and like, you don't cry at seeing other happy couples, which let me tell you what, if you just went through a breakup, do not go to Target for whatever reason. Every time I've just been in a breakup (laughs) and I go to Target, all I see are couples my age, super in love. Um, and it it was really hard time for me. I like, I, I don't know, go to Walmart in the meantime. Like I don't, I don't really go to Walmart because Walmart scares me because I don't know where everything is like I do in Target, but um, Go somewhere that equates to like your that. feelings, which would be Walmart. I mean, Maybe Home yeah. Depot. I don't know. Lowe's. I need some power tools. Um, when you're feeling low, go to Lowe's. And but just if you were just went through a recent breakup, like do not go to Target. Like I'm just telling you, or just, I don't know, blindfold yourself. Um, yeah. But once you're in that sweet spot, you can go to Target, you're no longer bawling in the pharmacy aisle like someone you may know that is me um and you can do all your chores and you know whatever but maybe you're ready to have someone help you carry in the groceries it doesn't mean you can't do it by yourself doesn't mean you can't take three trips doesn't mean you can't go to target but maybe it would just feel good to have someone else there with you or maybe yeah you're totally fine watching netflix on your own and it's all good and dandy but maybe you're like hey i could do with a somebody here to eat takeout with me 
that's if only example. there was a hand to hold you know if only there was somebody else to walk down and go get the delivery from the takeout guy um is really what i'm talking about here it's not right. the actual consuming <laughs> of the food it's the, i want somebody else to walk down in their pjs and get that and have all the neighbors be like hmm who ordered the chinese for the third time this week um even though i'm sure nobody none of my neighbors care but anxiety um <laughs> But that's kind of what we were going over examples. That's what we were talking about offline. Um, just like being okay with, because you hear like, oh, you have to be okay with being by yourself before you can be in a relationship. But for me, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I'm good with it. But at the same time, it doesn't, I'm not one who wants to do everything completely by myself for mm -hmm. the end of time. Um, so those were just some examples that came to mind for me when I'm like, okay, I'm ready to kind of date and, you know, Okay, that was a very long-winded <laughs> example. No, I understand that. And, like, you know, I'm also a single parent. So, like, dating again is a really weird thing for me. Um, and so, like, I am now fine doing things on my own, you know, being an independent person. And, you know, I'm not looking for a step-parent to my child. Mm, like, my I got... I got everything that I need, but it would be nice to, you know, have somebody to hang out with after she goes to sleep. Um, yeah. Just stuff like that. And, you know, eventually I would like to find somebody who could meet my kid. You know, I want, you know, I want her to be able to meet people too, but that's, you know, that's a whole other thing. I would, you know, being a single parent is very, very weird, but it's been interesting. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that covers kind of rule number one for us is, yep. you know, take that time, kind of get into that sweet spot of where, you know, you're ready to kind of get back out there because you're comfortable. You're not too comfortable, yes. but you're also not like depressed <laughs> at seeing other couples. You're, bingo. You're not crying in the pharmacy in Target. Bingo. <laughs> Anymore, at least. Um, right. So I, so what I have for rule number two yes. is know what you want when you download that app. Because, I mean, let's think about it this way. We're in a modern dating era. We're probably not going out to a bar, especially now in a pandemic, to go meet, like, the love of our life. We're more likely to find them swiping right. <laughs> um, As we have been. I mean, that's... Yes. That's been the case for a long time, but yes, now we can collectively use the pandemic as an excuse. So thank you, universe. Mm -hmm. You did us a solid. Exactly. I mean, you can find some very successful relationships via dating apps. I know you've talked about it before. I mean, like, my own child is a Tinder baby. So it's Aww. not to say that you won't find it. Tinder, Tinder is her middle name. Yes, it's, it is. That's actually, that's what the T stands for is Tinder. Um, <laughs> It's not everyone. I don't want you. No, to, I don't want you to like turn the podcast off now. Oh. <laughs> I did not name my baby Tinder. It's Bumble. You could um, have, but you didn't. Her middle name is OK Cupid. Um, mm, even better. But yeah, so like, know what you want when you download this app. You know, because like now you've realized you're ready to start getting back out there. Do you want like a rebound? Do you want a fling? And it's perfectly mm -hmm. fine if you do. Um. Because, like, I'm not in the camp of, like, oh, you shouldn't be physical with anyone after a breakup. I personally can't do it, 
But it's fine if you want to go find somebody else because you need that, like, that physicality again. Especially if it's kind of a rela- yeah, like a relationship that kind of sizzled out, maybe. Um, well, it's that old that old saying of to get over someone, get under someone else. Oh, Sometimes <laughs> that's what we need to do. You need a little bit of a palate cleanser. Go for mm-hmm. it. Exactly, a nice little sorbet in between courses. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, that's or... beautiful visualization. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, or um, do you want, like, another relationship when you download mm-hmm. this app? Yeah. So, like, the thing is, is if you want, like, a rebound or a fling, I firmly believe let the other person know. Kind of like with ghosting. Correct. You know, and with all relationships, have good communication. Just let them know, like, hey, I just got out of a relationship that was kind of serious. I'm really not looking for anything serious too and you're welcome to change your mind not saying that like once you establish that but just let them know that too because they might be thinking oh this is just a fling or just like friends with benefits whatever it is which I could go into a little tangent about how I hate like on hookup apps um somebody will like message you and they're like do you want to be friends with benefits I'm like it's like you're not even my friend yeah like we're just benefits at this point (laughs) And it's really only one of us is going to get the benefit because in a one night stand, it's more often than not, not the lady who is getting the benefit when it comes to mm-hmm. a man putting that offer on the table. Exactly. But I mean, hey, ladies, uh, gentlemen, non-binary, whatever you are, you go get yourself some if you want some. Okay. Just make sure, yes. make sure oh, other people oh, this is know that, too. I am not slut-shaming whatsoever. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, that is no, the I didn't think you were. Okay. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. That is the opposite message I'm sending. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, just prepare. We're talking about setting your expectations up front, right? Like, setting the other yes. expectations for the other person. Set your own expectations, but it might not be that great if it's a one-night yeah. stand. Unfortunately, I hate to be the one to break that news. Well, I'd rather it be me than you be crying <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Here I'd rather you hear it first. from me, your friend. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. First of all, you should always hear your dating advice from us first. Correct. We yeah. are the experts, yes. obviously. That's yes. why we are both That's- single. That's the big change with the rebrand. Uh, I am now an expert, so yes. you're welcome. Um, and we I brought on Facebook another University. expert. So. Yes, we are we colleagues. Are. Um, yes. <laughs> but, like, here's the thing, and this is totally anecdotal. What I've noticed is when guys tell you, like, oh, I'm so good, like, got, got a nine, it, it's going to be bad. It's just going to... Like, when he's like, you want to be friends with benefits, I'll make you feel real good. He won't. Like. If a guy has to tell you he's an alpha, he's a mm-hmm. beta. Thank you, Eliza Schleschlinger. Exactly. We are, we can sense when you're the alpha, okay? There's just, like, this energy. Like, mm-hmm. like a hormone. This primal, <laughs> this primal instinct when we are around an alpha. Yes, we can sense it. Whether that alpha is our type or not, we're like, this is an alpha right here. True. <laughs> um, but if he has to really kind of like embellish for you, really kind of sell you on it, 
this man is a used car salesman. He mm -hmm. is not going to give you the best deal. That also goes to, even if he's not trying that hard to sell, but he's essentially begging, it's mm -hmm. also you are not going to get much benefit from that interaction because there's a reason that they are begging. And it's, yes. I mean, I'm sure you are beautiful and deserve to be on that pedestal. However, they don't know you. So they don't know mm -hmm. that you should be on that pedestal. So they are begging for other reasons. Exactly. But not to say that you shouldn't go ahead and do it. If you want to, get on out there. Ride that horse again. You do. <laughs> but just saying, there might be better out there for you. Expectations. No. It's all about yes. expectations. We're exactly. just trying to warn you going into it, because I'm sure a lot of folks are listening to this as someone who just got out of a relationship, and they're like, how do I go back to dating? We are just trying to warn you of some mm -hmm. things you're more than likely going to encounter. Exactly. It's like when I saw Pitch Perfect for the first time, had mm -hmm. high expectations, was thoroughly disappointed because they were not met. I think that might be the best rule is go in with low expectations. Unfortunately, like, yes. Yeah. Obviously, don't expect him to, like, slap you at dinner and then, like, spit in your face. <laughs> Unless you're into that, of course. But you need to have <laughs> gone over those kinky yeah. details in detail before the date. Exactly. Have a safe word set up. All that fun stuff. But, if, like, don't expect it where it's like, well, if he picks up, or, like, if he, you know, asks to pick up the tab, then I guess this was a good date. Don't go into that. Like, I would say go in expecting that you're going to pay. I always offer to pay on dates. Um, I always offer, but I honestly get mad if they take me up on it. But that may be a me problem. Well, that's also me in my anxiety going, like, I'm going to offer to pay. Are you sure you don't want – like, I, like, beg them to let me pay, even though I'm like, what are you doing, you idiot? Like, don't don't keep offering. I'm like, are you sure you don't want me to pay? Let me pay. Like, I can do it. What? You know what? I'll take the whole tab. Let's do this. You want to fight over the check? Let's fight over the check. Um, Actually, while we're at it, let's do another couple rounds of shots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? Let's rack up this bill. Come on. Let's do it. My treat. <laughs> Mama's buying. Um, everyone, everyone, shots on me. <laughs> um, sorry. This is, like I go on so many tangents. I'm so sorry if you have to edit these out. Um, oh, they're staying. <laughs> But, yeah, I would just say, like, go in with low expectations. Like, obviously, have a standard, you know? Try um, food. Exactly. But, like, if even your, like, most bottom-level expectations, like, aren't met, like, if they're nice to the wait staff, and, like, if that's your expectation and they're not, go ahead, get on out. Um, yes. But just hope that they exceed it. Um, but, anyway, getting back to rule two. Okay. Um, when you are downloading that app and it's like you're looking for another relationship, because some of these apps, they do kind of produce these really nice relationships, um, just make sure you're actually ready. Like, you know, there, again, there's no set time. Just um, kind of think about what you've learned from your last relationship and take it with you to this next one and be ready to learn new lessons from this relationship. Um, and understand that somebody on this app might not also be looking for a relationship. So make sure that they are honest with you and you are honest with them. And if it's not, because sometimes the way I think about things are not the way that they're put. So if it's not, if you're not like, well, 
I don't know, you know, what I'm looking for. Like, I don't know if I'm ready. Try not to be going into it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. That might be an easier way to think of it if you're like me, if you're an overthinker. And you're like, well, how do I know, you know? So some wrong reasons, and we talked um, a little bit about this offline, but just trying to date somebody to make your ex jealous. That might be an example. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do it in hopes that they see it on social media and they're like, ooh, now I got to have you. Can't believe what I lost because nobody wins in that situation. Correct. Correct. You don't win. The person you're using doesn't win. Your ex, do we Mm -hmm. care? No. Because, like, even if you two get back together because of this post, like, you manipulated them into getting back together with you. You hurt someone in the process. And it's, I mean, the only reason they got back together with you is because they were jealous. Do you really want them to be, that to be like the foundation? It just, it's, I'm a very judgmental person. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, there's no win there, you know? Right. Now, if you just want a casual fling and you're trying to get over your ex, that is mm-hmm. a different bucket. We are specifically yeah. talking about getting into a fake relationship for the sole purpose of making your ex jealous. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all of a sudden my iRobot just turned on and is. I'm telling you, the robots are here to take over. I've been reading iRobot and <laughs> um, Lucy, my Roomba, keeps, she wakes me up in the middle of the night going, error, number five. I mean, the end is near for me. Is it similar just, to Mambo number five? I, if it was, I feel like <laughs> I would be, I would have a much different reaction. Um, a little bit of cleaning all night long. <laughs> a little bit of vroom vroom. <laughs> uh, a little bit of dust makes me your vacuum. <laughs> and that's available to on iTunes. <laughs> Um, follow us on Patreon for more of these Roomba hits. Um, it's the Roomba number five. I mean, uh, it does work. We don't have a Patreon yet. Just, But, I mean, if you want to just give us money, I'll be happy to share my Venmo. Um, we'll sing. So, yeah, so actually my rule number – oh, sorry. I heard listen. Did you your Roomba tell you to listen? I said oh. we will sing. Oh, if your Roomba is telling you to listen, it is the end. Like we're yeah. ah, we're done. They've taken over. <laughs> you know, I thought there was gonna be uprise of vampires from this bat disease that's going around. Nope. It's it's the machines. They came when we least expected it. <laughs> it's the fucking Roombas. Okay. <laughs> um, no, um, you go ahead. Uh yeah, so actually number three was the, you know, make sure you're doing this for the right reasons. Um, So I don't think we need to touch on that anymore. I think we hit that nail right on the head. I agree. Um, So number four is, I think, kind of a bigger one, and I know you had a variation of it, too. Yes. um, Where it was, remember that this new person is not your ex. Correct. And that's a good thing, or it can be a bad thing, (laughs) Um, because people react differently to different situations. Like, um, you know, I was in a long-term relationship slash serious relationship with the father of my child obviously um and when we split up uh you know I kind of had lost some confidence 
And when we had gotten together, I really wanted to do comedy. Like, that was my thing. Um, and he kind of really discouraged me from doing that, um, telling me I had more things to focus on, which I do. Like, obviously, my daughter is always going to be my number one priority. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't be uh, – all the cats are going wild. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, it doesn't mean that I can't be a comedian, too. You know, yeah. like Liz Lemon. I can have it all. Yes. So then when I started dating again and I dated, like, the next person that I was in a relationship with, it was very interesting for me and in a good way um, that, like, he was encouraging me to do comedy again. Um, and then, of course, a pandemic happened, so I really couldn't. Um but I was almost afraid to tell him that I wanted to do comedy because I didn't want to, like, be looked down upon again um, for right. wanting to do this. So, like, that was a really good, um, really, I can't even think of words right now, but, like, he was not my ex, and that was in a good way. Um, but, of course, yes. you always have the negative, too. Well... And I think, and kind of how I had a really similar rule written down too, is like recognize the red flags, like recognize red flags for what they are. But again, they aren't your ex. Mm-hmm. So just because they do something doesn't mean that it's going to be negative. So say they like, aren't great at texting and you're used to that from your ex um and you're like oh my gosh they haven't texted me for two hours they're gonna stop talking to me they're never gonna talk to me again because that's how you know you had well I'm speaking for like I've had a relationship Mm -hmm. like that and I was like quote-unquote trained to I was about to be dumped if they stopped constantly communicating with me well this is a whole new person who has whole new reasons And yeah, maybe it won't work out, maybe it will, but just because they do that doesn't mean it's for the exact same reasons and it's going to end up the exact same way. Like, it's not. It's a whole new situation. It's going to be a new experience no matter what. So try not to, like, write your tragedy before it happens. Exactly. That's absolutely correct. And I've done the same exact texting anxiety, too, where I'm like, they haven't texted for hours. They're either dead or they hate me. Um, yeah, there is no, they're not busy. They are uh, not at work. They're not working out. They're not talking to somebody else. They're definitely not on fucking Xbox. Um, they <laughs> just simply hate my guts. And it's yeah. about me. And it's because I'm so annoying. And this is why I don't have friends. Um, if you talk to yourself like that, sometimes, like I talk to myself, um, just remember, it's not like real reality and they're not doing those same things just because you're one or two or however many asshole ex did it Mm -hmm. exactly um it's kind of like that john mulaney quote where he's like college was like does everybody hate me or do i just need to go to bed you probably just need to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) maybe try a snack my yeah. entire personality changes after I've had a snack, so it's little things. Have some apples and peanut butter, which is always my go-to example of a snack. I don't know why. Because um, it's filling. Yeah, 
yeah, it's filling. I'm a mom. It's like what I prepare for my child. Um, <laughs> I'm like, just go have a snack. Calm down. Everything will be okay. Um, and, you know, it. it's not always the end of the world because when you're dating someone new, they're going to have different love languages than the person you were dating before. Mm-hmm. They might have the same, but they might not. Um, so, like, for me, the way I want to receive love is I need words of affirmation. Same. Um, same <laughs> like, I need you to tell me that I'm pretty, you're into this, like, we're, we're like, the best couple in the world. Um, <laughs> I, I saw a tweet earlier today, and it was, like, uh, me on my wedding day texting um, <laughs> texting my groom like hey are we still on for today like that <laughs> that will be me like I will be 85 years old um, in bed next to my husband who I've been married to for 40 years and I'll be like are you sure you like me like <laughs> that, exactly. that I mean honestly I will probably put in my own wedding vows like like I really love you is that okay like, is that okay with you? That, like, do you feel the same? Are we cool? Like, are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? Yeah. Because, I mean, this is like a now or never type of thing, you know? You can walk out. I won't even yeah. be mad. Like, Don't I go will be me. fucking pissed. But I'm going to tell you I'm not going to be mad. Yeah. There's no pressure right now, but there's there's a lot of pressure. Um, but, yeah, so just remember... They're not your ex. You're going to have new experiences. And learning that new person's love language is super important. Yes. Um, because it's going to all kind of change how you communicate with them in this new relationship. So your ex might have been somebody who liked to receive love via gift giving. Um, but now this person likes acts of service. You know, just to name a few. <laughs> Um, yep. And that definitely was just not me naming love languages at all. I knew uh, quality time. Mm-hmm. And Physicality. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. And that's all of them. Mm-hmm. Acts of service, uh, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of, wait, gift. Yes. And gift giving. what's the fifth one? Quality time. Did we say that one? Yes. Anyway, you should read five love languages if you haven't. Um, and we'll because definitely it will change your relationship. Yeah, we'll do an episode on it, too. Ooh, do we want to do a book club? Does everyone want to participate in a book club? And we can start with the five yeah. love languages. All three of those Let's people who responded to the poll. Yeah, all three, of you who, all three of you who give a shit about what I talk about on here. Um, <laughs> if you would like to do a book club, I'm down. Hey, maybe now with me here, it'll be five, you know? Watch us get, like, 75 responses, and I'll be like, why am I even here? You, y'all need to tell <laughs> me. Give me words of affirmation. Why am I here? Um, uh, actually, but, ooh, we meant to tell you, this is your time to go. No. Um, <laughs> I would mine, I, no. I would be like, you know what? It makes sense. I don't even it's like myself. It's a coup d'etat. So I no, get it. You're wonderful. Oh, you're retired. amazing. You are a fabulous podcast poster. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm giving you those words of affirmation. Um, Um, We would love those in reviews. 
Oh yes, please. If you wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind, I gave Jess some words of affirmation, love earlier too, because I just found like an asshole just accepting that and not giving it. Because I said <laughs> asking her to be the co-host was probably the best decision I made in 2020. Other than like actually oh, yeah. releasing the podcast, other than that, best decision of 2020. So. Yeah, you seriously have no idea what that meant to me. Like that was amazing. Thank you so much for saying that, and I'm so excited to be here. Look, look, look we can give. We on. can. We can give it and we can take it. Okay. Exactly. We are uh, wonder women. But I think that is a good segue into the next mm-hmm. rule five, which I had written down, but I don't want to take your words. Enjoy the new moments. Yes. Yes. It's very, um, sounds very Zombieland-esque. Like, enjoy the little <laughs> things. Um, but it's true. Like, enjoy those new moments that you have with this new person. Yes. Um, You've given yourself time, and, like, I know a lot of people, once they get out of this, like, long-term relationship, immediately want to rush into, like, six months in with this new person, but take your time. Like, I can't tell you how much I love first kisses. Oh, my gosh. It's my, like, one of my favorite things in the world. Yes. Because it's just that thrill of kissing someone new for the first time. Um. And, like, that little thrill you get when you hold hands for the first time. And or they put their arm around you for the first time. I know. And, like, my heart races. I'm like, oh, my God, they like me, too. Um, Same. And then I'm, like, super aware of my breathing. And I'm like, oh, my God, can they hear me breathing? Yeah. Like, I'm breathing so loudly. And, like, I'm a very flushed person. So you can yeah. easily read my face. So, like, all the blood will just rush to it. And I'm like, oh, my God, we are touching. Like, our legs are touching. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, like. That little thrill, um, just having, like, all these new moments with this person and kind of getting to know them. Um, And now, this, again, is if you have decided to pursue a relationship with this new person. If not, and you just want to, like, get that that fling and stuff, it's still exciting to kiss a new person for the first time. Yes. Uh, Yes. Again, enjoy those moments because – then when you're in this comfortable relationship, sometimes you're like, oh, I'll never have a first kiss again because I'm now with this person. Like, then you should have enjoyed this moment. When it happened. Well, yeah. And we told on you. That, on that, too, like, enjoying the moments, like, one thing I've tried to work on learning is just because it doesn't work out doesn't mean it wasn't a good first date. And mm-hmm. I talked about, or a good first kiss or a good whatever the experience was I talked about this in um I think the first date episode that I did with Mason um I talked about the pirate guy that was like one of the best first dates I've been on like he brought flowers he cooked me dinner he did all these things and for a while I was so devastated I was like them bringing flowers doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything when they cook you dinner like I was so upset but what I've tried to train myself to learn is like that can still be an awesome first date even though it didn't work out forever and ever amen like mm-hmm. you can enjoy the moments with a person even if they're not like your person so exactly. that's something I'm trying to work on and that was something I wanted to share with the class because I think we overlook it a lot is well if it didn't work out then like that can't be my favorite first date why not Sure can. If it was, let it. Just because you're with somebody for the long term doesn't mean that you guys had the best first date in the world. Right. You absolutely might have, but you might not have. (laughs) You might have had a better first date. And 
I mean, I've kind of gone into a tangent about this before, so I'll kind of keep it brief. But I think with every single relationship you're in, every single date you've been on, you've learned something. Mm-hmm. You either learn something that you about the other person, you learn something that maybe you like, you don't like, um, something that you want to do in a future relationship or on a future date with this person. I think yeah. every yeah. single relationship has a lesson to it. Um, and so just kind of tying back in, you know, you can have these really great moments and you can think about them, but don't forget the lessons you've learned. Like, mm-hmm. if you really liked the way you were treated on this date, hey, communicate that to the next person. <laughs> Let them know. Maybe um, make that your standard. We were talking about standards early. Maybe, like, include that in the little list you have going. Exactly. I mean, find a good standard to have. Don't don't be like, every single date must bring me roses. Every I know. Sometimes I pretend I'm that person, but if I was, I would literally have not gone on any dates since yeah. that happened. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, like, see, for me, I'm very uncomfortable getting gifts. I love getting them. I'm uncomfortable receiving them. So, like, if somebody brought me flowers on the first date, I honestly don't know what I would do. Um, I, um, I like, my dad's uh, love language is, like, giving gifts. So I feel like mm-hmm. I grew up... Um, learning how to give a good reaction and now uh, I think the only danger zone I fall into is like looking like I'm over the top like I'm like oh, are these for me you shouldn't have <laughs> like my um, <laughs> what a gentleman <laughs> um I didn't bring my vase um but I I do ex- accept um pretty well what I'm bad at sometimes accepting even though I'm words of affirmation is when they're like you're beautiful I'm like spare me um Uh, not because not because I like think I'm hot shit and don't need to hear it but I'm like no stop does not compute not true like (laughs) don't don't throw that language at me um that's what I have a harder time accepting than actual gifts You, you wouldn't give me shit uh yeah I'm gonna like it so for me, I have um, a hard time sounding sincere a lot of times. Like, if somebody gives me something, I'm like, wow, thanks, that's awesome, thank you. And it sounds, like, really sarcastic, and I kind of come off as an asshole, even though I very <laughs> much am you're loving like, what they're giving me. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. That's good to know for me. So, like, in case some... I ever want a surprise, like, don't yeah. be disappointed. <laughs> wow, thanks, Jillian good one you did a great job (laughs) it's the best I'm thrilled um so that's something that I always need to communicate with uh anybody I'm going on a date on because I always sound like I am sarcastic and it's also something I'm working on but we'll see I might always be sarcastic I mean sarcastic sounding as someone and I feel like you're similar like as someone who has worked to be a funny person for a long time sarcasm Mm -hmm. is like the easiest form of humor so it's really hard to not kind of fall into that so even when you don't mean to be if you've done something for so long uh (laughs) it sometimes just happens so exactly I feel that struggle on a personal level as well 
Exactly. And I just kind of want to wrap up this whole, you know, dating after a long-term relationship because I myself have had like two serious relationships and then I've had kind of some smaller ones in between. Um, I just want to say my biggest takeaway after starting to date again yeah, after a long-term relationship is just always remember that just because it didn't work out with this person does not mean you're not worthy of love. And again, I know that sounds like such a stupid duh type of like thing. Yeah, but, but do we believe true. it? No, we need exactly. to tell ourselves, oh, that means it's like a mantra. Like you've got to repeat mm-hmm. it. You've got to hear it over and over. You've got to repeat it over and over. Exactly. Have those standards, but also, you know, maybe let loose a little bit. Realize this person's not your ex. It's going to be okay. Take your time. You will find love again. Oh, for sure. And again. And again. Yep. And again. I, I am firmly in the belief that there is always somebody out there for somebody. Mm-hmm. Or for everybody. Um, so don't rush into it. And, I mean, don't, like... You're like, well, then I'm just going to not find love. It's just going to find, like, it's okay. You can actively look for it. Um. Which, okay, so mm-hmm. speaking of that, the parting words of wisdom I would like to give are that you are going to get a lot of different advice. You are yes. going to hear a lot of cliches, which we're actually going to do a whole episode on cliches. So speaking of social media, the group, Facebook group, all that stuff, guys, like, feed us your cliches um, for Mm -hmm. that episode but you are going to get a lot of advice on different ends of the spectrum like oh you need to wait this math equation length amount of time before you should date again oh you should only be casual and get a rebound or oh you should only look for stuff you're going to get all kinds of different advice possibly a different piece of advice from every person you talk to so just Remember rule number one, trust your gut. If it feels good for you, do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Like if you try to be casual, but that just doesn't feel good for you, then don't do it. Like you don't have to. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no magic potion, magic rule. If there was, I would sure shit not be single. So I promise (laughs) there is no, there is no like magic um, pill. So that's my like parting words. Yeah, you are the only person who knows your own comfort level. Yep. Listen to it. Yeah. Make sure you are at that sweet spot. Um, absolutely. And, like, you're going to hear what, like, we talked about this off podcast, but we really hate the phrase, like, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. And just realize that you can still love other people, even if you are not a thousand percent in love with yourself. And that's um, my, my example for that was like, I do think I'm a badass who overall has my shit together. But does that mean I love myself every minute of every day? No, like I'm not a narcissist. So there are some days that I am not thrilled with myself. And that's okay. I still like just said, I'm worthy of love. Like I'm worthy of a partnership. I'm worthy of these things. Just because I don't every second of the day tell myself I'm the shit. Maybe I should. It's not. I haven't yet found that ability. Um, but that it, that is a cliche that you will hear as soon as you become single. Mm-hmm. Make sure you love yourself. Yes, it is true. You should love yourself and you are worthy 
of love. However, you don't have to have it all figured out to try and get back out there. That's what we're saying. Exactly. We want you to be happy. We want you to be comfortable. We want you to also like us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, Yes. But (laughs) just remember, take your time. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Um, Do we want to review the rules one more time, or do we think everyone's kind of gotten it nailed in the head? Um, I think we, let's see, maybe if we want to really quick recap. Okay. Um, so rule one, give yourself time. Be in that, that sweet spot, you know, like we just said. Um, number two, know what you want when you download the app. Yeah. Or when you decide to start hunting again, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Uh, number three, make sure that you're dating for the right reasons. Yep. Um, number four, remember this new person is not your ex. Um, number five, enjoy the new moments. And um, I also had it as number six is look out for the red flags, but that also ties into rule number four, which is yes. remember this person is not your ex. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the rules, correct? Um, yep, that's, all right. yep, those are our kind of, um, quote unquote rules for getting back into the swing of the dating things after a long-term relationship. Like I said, up top, uh, what are some rules you guys follow? What are some things mm-hmm. you found worked, haven't worked? Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, anywhere you can. Um, sorry, I was just thinking, I was trying to be coy and write it to you because we're on video right now. Um, but, but I'm we dumb also, and have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, I, I just realized it was the wrong way. Um, no, so I could read it. Is, I just don't oh, know what you're trying. Uh, the Tinder profiles for. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Okay, so we did pour our heart and soul. Well, okay, so Jessica poured her heart and soul into something, and I am fully behind it and have never been so excited about something in my life. And I am so excited about, see, here I am again, sounding so sarcastic. I'm like, I am so excited for this. It's going to be fun. It is. Totally forgot. We were doing this. This is a new, um, this is part of, like, the relaunch, rebrand deal. Um extra special treat um for everyone so at the end of every episode oh my gosh this is so exciting you guys better be like getting pumped man um i want to see you bouncing in your cars we i want to see you hit that like button um we are going to go over a tinder profile for a fictional character Mm -hmm. um and because of this week's bonus episodes, which were from Twilight, try and guess who we did a profile for. If you oh, guessed no. Jacob, you're wrong. So Wrong. <laughs> you're absolutely wrong. If you guessed Bella, you're wrong. If you guessed 
most of the other characters, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Because we're doing Charlie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we, we were like singles over 40. Um, and we figured out how to fill out a profile. We did a lot of homework. Just kidding. He made just his kidding. profile typing one letter at a time. On a flip um, phone. On a flip phone. <laughs> no. Um, if you were like, huh, I wonder if they're going to do Edward Cullen, you'd be correct. You got it. You, you who, did it. The, the minority of you who guessed Edward, good job. I know a lot of you guessed Charlie. Ah, so <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint. Okay. Uh, so let's talk. So how we thought we would talk about it is we're going to talk about the profile. Y'all can see it on social media. Um, mm-hmm. It will be up on our Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And we'll put a picture of it in the Facebook group, too. Um, uh, but we thought we would talk about, like, you know, would we swipe left mm-hmm. or right? So let's go over our little our little dude here. Yeah. So I'm going to go dark for a second because I'm pulling up the pictures. Okay. Um, I hope you guys enjoy them because they took me such a long time to do. <laughs> They made me laugh for a good amount of time, so. Yes. Um, Oh, and just a heads up regarding social media. um, If you are on the Instagram page, most likely you're going to be interacting with Jillian. If you're on the Twitter account, most likely you're going to be interacting with me. Um, Just thought I'd let you guys know we kind of divided and conquered on that one. Very, very true. We both have access to all platforms. You'll see us acting under our own names on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, we did kind of divide and conquer. I do Instagram, she does Twitter, just because that's kind of like our personal fortes. But we do have access to both. So we may surprise you every once in a while. So don't get too comfortable, okay? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. To the listeners. So, um, do we <laughs> I'm threatening do our listeners. The, <laughs> just, just like listen to us, okay? Um. So do we want to do the 2008 photo first or our special 2020 edition? Let's um, do our 2008. Let's explain. So we, we created okay. two profiles because we a, we're getting a kick out of it. I'm just going to be yeah. honest. Um, but we wanted to do two profiles because we feel like they would look a little different um, than each other. So let's go over the 2008 one first. But mm-hmm. we're definitely going to share our updated one. Yes. Okay. So it's 2008. You and I were both, you know, high school students at Forks High School. Yep. Um, just scrolling through Tinder as as the youths do. Yes. If Tinder was even a thing in 2008. Um, mm. and so for, for purposes of this, it's it's a thing. We are all minors in this situation for the 2008 <laughs> one. In 2008, personally, we both were 15. So this is totally fine. Yes. Uh, that's the age I got my first boyfriend. So technically, this all checks out. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's a good dating age. Um, so we're, we're tindering, okay? I'm, I'm Jessica from Forks. You're Jillian from Forks. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Jessica the character. Um, although if you send some overlap like we won't you know totally correct you yeah Yeah. Anna Kendrick is a gem 
Um, okay, so I'm swiping, and what ho, look who has popped up on my Tinder feed. Edward. Edward. Edward, 17, at Forks High School. Do you want to read his profile? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Asterisk, asterisk, profile says 17, but I'm actually older. Okay. See what you did here, Edward. I bet I can read your mind. Uh Uh-huh, I'd like to see you try. I'm Uh an old-fashioned kind of guy. I will protect you even if it kills me. Looking for someone to keep it interesting. I'm from a family of vegetarians. Hmm? No dogs, please. Uh-uh. Ah. I feel like nowhere I'm going to be swiping just because of that sentence. You know uh, what? I'm kind of a cat person. I feel like I can I can accept this baggage. Um, okay. I, I, I do like, I like the, the vegetarian. That's cool. That's different. That's yeah. a talking piece. Yeah, it cares about the environment, you know? Doesn't, doesn't eat animals, I guess. Hmm. He's old-fashioned. I like that. Sounds like he'd hold a door open for me. Yeah, maybe he'd bring me flowers on the first date. Again, I'm 15. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I would die and, um, you know, he want to be his forever if that was an option. Oh, my God. And, and he'll protect me even if it kills him? Wow, that is commitment. That is At 15 years old, this is what I'm looking for. He also has an intense, non-smiling stare, and if anyone knows me, they know I'm kind of into douchebags, so that's also (laughs) appealing to me. Yeah, look at that smize. He's got, like, a peacoat on. He looks very well-dressed. Mm-hmm. Other than, I, I, I have to swipe left because Jolie is my pride and joy, and at 15 in 2008, my parents had a family dog, so I feel like I'm obligated to swipe left. Although in my heart, I was swiping right. Okay, so for me, like he's a little pale for me, but I'm also pretty Fair. pale too. Fair. Um, but huh, I don't know. Like I'm a cat person, so I feel like I could get over this no dogs thing. Um, you know what? I swipe right. I swipe right, but I don't know if we'd have a good conversation. Seems like I I don't know if he'd speak. He might just look at you. Yeah, exactly. He's kind of got like this smize, like this. It's almost like death stare right now. Mhm. Yeah, like and he's I'm, reading your mind. Like he's actually reading your mind. Exactly. But I mean, he's looking for someone to keep it interesting. I mean, I'm a pretty interesting person. I agree. <laughs> I feel like we could keep up. I think maybe we'd probably only go on about one date and then. I don't know, maybe a new girl would move in, and it'd be all over for me. I mean, that would be an overlap for Jessica in the movie, so. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't want somebody to complete my sentences for me, you know? So, mm, yeah, I'd say we'd have about one date, and then it'd be over. But I would <laughs> swipe right. Okay, he got a swipe right. Good job, Edward. All right. Or uh, I guess good job, 17-year-old Edward, so. Yes. (laughs) So uh, now we're going to fast forward 12 years Mm -hmm. to this year, 2020. Um, Oh, no, looks like Edward's hit some hard times. Oh, yeah. Looks like 
looks like we're back on the dating app. So took a hiatus for a few years. Do you want me to read this one? Yes. Okay. Um, So it still says Edward, 17. um, But now he's in. So, like, legally, 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 I don't know. As a 27-year-old, I should not be looking at him. However. And I will not be. Um, maybe it was a mistake. I know sometimes, like, these apps will say, like, oh, you're 39 when really you're 23. Yeah. So we're talking it up to that for legal purposes. (laughs) I will ask for a birth certificate. Correct. Yes. Um, so, but he wouldn't even show up in my dating range, honestly. Like, (laughs) I promise um, you, I do not have it set to 17. I no. sure shit does not have it set to 17. Let me be real. I don't really care for... <laughs> going to sound so bitchy. I don't really like people younger than me because there's, like, a whole maturity thing there. Like, mm-hmm. the youngest I will probably date right now is 25. That's it. And that'd be uh, pushing it, really. That'd yeah. be pushing it hardcore, so... Yeah. I still kind of feel like they're a toddler at 25. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, so, Edward... Forks, Washington, says, currently separated from my wife because my son-in-law, in quotes, is a dog. <laughs> um, now I'm in the doghouse. Oh, well, I can't read her mind. And then it says, I believe in social distancing. You don't want to mess with a pandemic. Trust me. And asterisk, asterisk, not 17, just look young for my age. Asterisk, asterisk. I'm hoping it got cut off and it says, I'm really 25. He looks twenty-five. Same. I yeah. I I agree. I hope it. I hope it was just a glitch, and there was a correction at the bottom that we just can't see because. So looks like he maybe still has a problem with dogs, but he doesn't say no dogs allowed. So this may be my chance to mm-hmm. swipe right. Like it looks like he may have had a problem, but he doesn't explicitly say no dogs. Um. And yeah, he's been married. Now, I wonder if he's separated or divorced or is trying to cheat on yeah. his wife. I can't. Maybe all three. I can't tell. Here's the part that's confusing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I'm 27-year-old Jessica. I'm in Forks. Mm-hmm. Just moved mm-hmm. here. So it says currently separated from my wife. So at 17, he has a wife. I know he said he's older. Again, going to need to see the birth certificate. And now he says his son-in-law oh. <laughs> is a <Yeah>. dog. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah, there's some math here that's so, not checking out. For I mean, anymore. maybe he's like a maybe he's like a fur dad, you know? And so, like maybe mm, he had a he cat does with say, his wife. He does say verbatim, "My son-in-law is a dog," so we have to assume it's a puppy. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe, like, he and his wife have a cat. They consider that their child. I'm going to say they're probably, like, 23. And then his wife is like, you know what? Let's let this cat get together with this dog. And maybe he's not a dog person. Maybe he's allergic. We we did find out recently he was not a dog person. I, this, this Edward's quite a mystery to me. I feel like I would swipe right because I want to know about the drama, but I can't <laughs> see it lasting because of the drama. Yeah, and 
he just, he, it feels like he has such knowledge when it comes to a pandemic. I'm just, like, is he a doctor? Is he, like, Doogie Hauser? This man is a total mystery to me. He's an enigma. And I also feel like, according to his profile, he's going against one of the rules that we said, which is go into it for the right reasons. He's mm-hmm. straight up listing that he is here uh, to spite the wife. Um, <laughs> no, mainly to spite the wife. Yeah, it looks like that's why Edward is here. So that would be an example of maybe a reason to not get on the dating apps. However, like I said, uh, I'm interested by drama. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, I would, I, I would, I would swipe right. I wonder if I yeah. look like he can read my mind because it seems like that's important. It, it looks like in this picture that he can read your mind. Just like in the I last would, one. I would let him. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nosy ass bitch who loves the tea. I would swipe right, too, just to hear this drama. Like, this is a mm-hmm. whole soap opera. Yeah. It sounds like it could be a, like, five-part movie series, even. Yeah, almost. Maybe maybe we get some literature up over it, you know? Maybe there's a whole but... <laughs> lore behind Like, I just, I want to know. Like, I just want to know. Yeah. I want to know the backstory here. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looks at me like I'm a snack. But also, and, and I like I like that. So yeah, but you know, I'm not a snack baby. I'm the whole damn meal. So mm, true that. But I can, true that. I can be his whole damn meal. I'm willing <laughs> to sacrifice myself for that. Yeah, so. you know what? I I just kind of want to know his age. Yeah, I need to. And know I want to know this whole mystery. Proceed. I yeah. need to know the age for legal reasons before we proceed, but beyond that, Edward Cullen is getting a swipe right. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll swipe right, barring that he's not a minor. Barring that they are not a minor, because that is yeah. that is very important. But yeah, all right, Edward, you got to swipe right. You got you got a match. You got a match with both of us. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, gonna be. Taking a little sample of both of us, I guess. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> blood type is O positive. In case you need that information for any reason, right. like I don't know why you want to know, but yeah, sure. that was weird. That was his opening line with me too. He's like, "What's your blood type?" I was like, "A plus," because my my blood type is just passing all the tests. But that was weird. It was weird that he wanted to know that. I suggested Italian. He said no garlic. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. It's interesting. Still don't know the dog yeah. thing. Didn't explain an allergy. We'll yeah. report back later. Yeah. It was really weird on my date with me. He just kind of, like, kept his distance, which I know, social distancing. Mm-hmm. But, like, good. he was, he didn't even wear a mask. He just held, like, his hand over his mouth the whole time. Like, I mean, I showered. Like, I'm a lady. I showered before the date. So, I don't know what that all was about. But... It's as if he, like, smelled, like, his own personal brand of, I don't know, some kind of drug, maybe? Oh, God. Is he a drug addict? I mean, addiction is a disease, I understand. I'm just not ready to take that on. No. No. No, not when there's going to be, like, baby mama drama. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I have my own kid. He has his own kid. Yeah. I don't know. You don't need that. 
or maybe it was a fur baby. He really didn't get it into the specifics about it. But it's the drama that keeps us coming back. Exactly. He did say that his cat's name was Renezme, which I thought was a really interesting name, but a good cat name, I guess. I would name a cat Renezme for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good cat name, not a human name, I wouldn't think. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully not. There's no very, way. Very unique, I guess. You know. Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, so that was our segment. We haven't come up with a name for it yet. No. But <laughs> that was our first one and our first one got a swipe right out of both of us, so yeah. Uh, well, they got mm. they got swipe. Yeah. I swiped left on the first one, so technically they got three out of the four swipes. Yeah. Um, and my second swipe came with a couple of caveats, as did yours. True. Well, yeah, for legal reasons, <laughs> once again. Yes. FBI yeah. agent listening in my phone. For legal we reasons. Stress. This is a fictional <laughs> character. Um, <laughs> we also want to stress, we're not interested in minors. Uh, felt like that went without saying. Just thought I'd say it again. However, some things bar repeating, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys have any suggestions of characters that you want us to do, um, let us know. I'm a big TV and movie person, so Same. probably, yeah, like, I've probably heard of at least one character. Send us um, a character regardless of gender. Um, I mean, I would at least ask, like, don't send us any animals. Um, Don't send us any animals. Don't send us your ex, your teacher, or minors. Yes. Um, Or we've also, um, don't send us, like, serial killers, please. Yeah. Because we won't do it. Yeah, we don't. We don't want to do, so, like, don't send us, like, ooh, you should do Zac Efron as Ted Bundy in in the movie he did as Ted Bundy. Like, we won't do that. We'll accept your suggestion of Zac Efron, and we'll do his character yes. from Baywatch. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Because even yes. though those who know me personally know I do have a true crime obsession, I don't want to romanticize it. Um... Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, exactly. We, to do that. But we do not like, idolize. If you like big character, Zac Efron, yeah, we have plenty of other choices. So, yeah. please, by all means, Lots of make material. our second one. <laughs> yes. So, let us know. If not, I have to keep doing this, and my characters are going to get weirder and weirder to the point where you guys are going to be like, why am I even listening to this podcast? And then it's just going to be And we don't want to get us. there. We don't, yeah. don't want to get to that point. So, don't, I wanted, don't force our I hand. Wanted, I want to alienate at least in like a year or so. Not right now. <laughs> yeah, not immediately. Not off, yeah. not episode two with two hosts. Um, but <laughs> that was our that was our first episode as duo host. Uh, like I said, just bear with us. I know there was a couple awkward moments in there. You guys might not have even noticed, but we noticed because again, we can also see each other on video. Um, mm-hmm. So just bear with us as we get through the bumps. I hope you guys liked it. Let us know your thoughts, your opinions. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, on Spotify, on Apple iTunes. You can find us on social media, and Mm -hmm. we will sign off here and then list those off. Yes. Oh, um, 
and feel free to also follow us on our personal social media accounts if yeah. you want to. Um, so I'm on Twitter at Classic Calvanesso, C-L-A-S-S-I-C-A-L-V-A-N-E-S-O. It's my last name with Classic top, uh, right on top of it. Um, that's also my Instagram handle, but for the moment, I'm not accepting new followers on Instagram um, unless I already know you just because I do post pictures of my daughter on there. Um, so for privacy reasons, I'm not going to be accepting new followers on Instagram unless I knew you already. Um, it might change. It might not. We'll see. If you want to follow me anywhere on social media, my handle is the same everywhere. It's Boo Hobbs, B-O-O-H-O-B-B-S. Yeah. Um, also, fair warning, I tweet a lot about my child, about movies, and also I'm pretty liberal. So if you are not interested in that, I wouldn't follow me. <laughs> I am obsessed with my dog. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's your warning. <laughs> yes, those are our little uh, disclaimers. But yeah. Cool. Cool beans. Oh, good first All episode. Right. Episode <laughs> one A. I don't know what's going on. Um, done. 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 Woo, file it away. Here's how you find us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the dating dossier spelled out, on Twitter at dating underscore dossier, or join our Facebook group, The Dating Dossier. You can also send us an email at the dating dossier at gmail.com. Keep sending in your stories for our monthly Listener Files episodes, and don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And most importantly, thank you for listening. <laughs>